Hello, fellow Switches. What's up, Switches Nation? This is Sara. And this is Zoe. Welcome to the first episode of our new podcast about Motherland for Salem. Where we plan on talking about theories, fan-generated content, and plenty of other things. So the show is about witches living in an alternative timeline. Basically, it takes on from um, U.S. history in 1692 during the Salem witches trials. Their their history diverges from ours in the sense that one witch made an accord with the government, pledging the help of all witches in exchange for well some basic human rights, I suppose. That which was Sarah Alder, who is the general of the army to this day, over 300 years later. So we open up the first episode of Motherland Fort Salem with a terrorist attack. And this is represented by the organization called the Spree, which are fighting against the government and the army. Their main aim is to liberate witches from conscription, which is like... Um, a mandatory or obligatory duty to serve in the military and when they reach a certain age unless they have special permissions like permission not to um we're first introduced to our team of powerful witches that consist of three main members and then an extra but um we're introduced to rael caller who's from the session uh, she recently lost her mom in the past year due to uh, combat, where she believes that it could have been prevented. Um, she's the one member who re- like reluctantly joins the military and has this headstrong belief that if you want someone to bi- blindly follow orders, you might as well send me back home. Tally Craven is our ray of sunshine. Um, she grew up in a matrifocal compound, which pretty much means no man around. At, at the beginning of the series, she strongly believes in the responsibility to serve in the army and protect the people. This, this kind of belief will be shaken up a little bit by the events that um, happen further down the line. But um, the thing about Telly is that she didn't have to sign up for the army. She had an exemption because of how many witches her family had lost to the army already. But she willingly chooses to take the oath anyway. The last part of the main group of witches is Abigail Bellwether, and actually their unit is named the Bellwether Unit because her matriline is one of the most decorated lineage in the United States Army. And this puts her in a high Atlantic status, which is a high class in their society. Abigail comes off as a very strong-headed, kind of stick-in-the-mud, or even could say stick-up-the-butt kind of character, (laughs) but we slowly watch her evolve, honestly, to be something more. Um, Her mother is a general in the army, General Petra Bellwether, and that puts a lot of pressure on her because of the name and her lineage itself. So... Her journey, I think, so far is mostly watching her try to get away from the Bellwether name and make her own merit as Abigail herself and not rely on that. Last but not least, we have Scylla Ramsorn, who is not part of the unit, but um, still a very, very important character in the series. 
She comes from a family of Dodgers, so basically people who refuse to enlist in the army and um, live in hiding, basically. Her parents were killed by the army to make a point, and this kind of pushed her to join the terrorist group that is the Spree. However, as the season goes on, we kind of see her loyalty waver a little bit as she develops feelings for Rael. So, Zoe, what can people look forward to in this show? Why should they watch it? What are the great things that we have in this series? I think there's a lot of great things that we could list. I think some of the main ones being representation for people, and it's not I'm not just including the LGBTQ and plus community. I'm talking, honestly, even uh, just about mental awareness and illness, too. There Mm -hmm. is representation in that factor, which is a subject that a lot of either shows will brush over. You know, they'll touch and they'll say it's a thing, but then it's gone the next minute. It doesn't really show the impacting, like, effect that it has on people. The individual and the surrounding people you know um i think there's the idea of also flip gender roles the roles that that women are you know on the front lines they are the powerful ones you know um Mm -hmm. that men are like the caretakers for the fosterlings which are like you know the orphan children that they take those roles on we also have to note the cinematography is beautiful like how they just you know tell a story through images like you know scenes playing out and it could just not be words and you can still feel it and just watch the progression of lighting through different scenes one of the things i noted was the um rayla or rayla scenes from going from a very kind of subtle light to very dark back to light to almost like bright day and it actually is like it ties in with their story and their progression you know, and then last but not least, Elliot, honestly, the amount of detail that he has put into his just his lore, his story is amazing. Almost 10 years worth. And the fact that he has like six seasons planned makes me super excited, which is also why we really need to get the hashtag renew motherland Fort Salem going because this show deserves it. You know, <laughs> I need at least 20 seasons of this plus the books. <laughs> like oh, he, Elliot uh, talked about the books and I definitely need books about this show. 100%. He should release books after every season. Like he should release the diaries or like the book series per like at season. So we have yes. something to hold us over, you know? Oh Yeah. I want a whole guide to the world. Like I want, I want a history book. I want to study Motherland's history. I know there's talks of a, even like a board game, you know, or bingo, like something, you know, in our group chat. Oh my god, yeah, there is so much thing. the 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 fandom is coming up with so many ideas. We we have so much um, fan created content already. We have fan art, fan fiction. We've got edits, poems, memes. Okay. We've got crack accounts. We have... Anyone who's listening to this, please let us know if you want, like, who do you think owns certain crack accounts? Because we have yet to figure it out, too. Like, it's a mystery (laughs) to us, you know? So if you think you know or anything, please, like, submit that or share it. Like, we want to know what you think. For the people who don't know what we're talking about, the owl kind of started it all in um 
It was episode three, wasn't it? Yes, it was episode three. Yeah, it was right before Beltane. The Beltane. Yeah, we get get the first Craven Hood episode. And at the end of it, um, Garrett reveals that he can speak to owls, apparently. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so after the episode, we... We kind of had an owl join the fandom. Oh, yeah. It only says hoot hoot and uses emoji and gifs or gifs, depending on who you are. Um, Yet to talk to the cast and respond to other people's stuff. It's a big mystery, that one. Some people think it's even Tiernan Hickson, which is Taylor's (laughs) sister. Indeed. And... um... And after that, it just uh, it just kind of went downhill crazy from there. <laughs> we now have uh, a bed. We have a lobster. We have a, a mushroom, mushroom. A balloon. A flower, that skull. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have an actual Motherland crack account now, too. <laughs> yes, with For the memes. Oh, yeah. If you haven't memes. checked that out, you know, that's pretty funny. It is. Indeed, it is. You, you guys should check that out. You should check the incorrect quotes out. It's just uh, incorrect motherland. Um, what else did fans come up I, with? Oh, man. I mean, we got some interesting fan fictions going. Indeed. Archive of our own. We have a page now, which is good. Yeah, so if you ever need some content in between episodes, there are people always posting about them, too. Um, we might be some of them. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, and I think, like, last of all for just, like, talking about who to look into or follow, it's, like, um, go follow, like, the Motherland uh, Switches account, too. It's, like, the unofficial but official fandom account for the Switches. So I noticed that, like, they're sharing... Um, all this like some uh people's artworks other comments and things like that that are kind of hidden in between you know and don't really see as much yeah just trying to give everybody a chance to be noticed one thing that we just have to talk about when talking about the fandom is our name because um switches kind of has a bit of a of a story behind it First off, let's explain it. Switches um, means Salem witches. So basically, originally, the cast was kind of referring to the fans as motherlanders. And there were some people that were on board with that. Um, but there was also the problem that when you when you looked it up, just motherland, it kind of came up with many different results that were unrelated to the TV show. So the the kind of um, search for a new name sort of started in our group chat. And we were trying to come up with uh, names related to the show. And Zoe, you came up with something that I thought was very good. So we were coming up with names and I was like, what if we called ourselves wind strikers after one of the like really cool abilities were introduced to in the first two episodes um but then 
I created a poll for it, and we were very close. Like, Motherland was still very popular. Mother, uh, Motherlanders was still very popular, and we were pretty close. But then, Ashley Nicole Williams, this person, <laughs> comes out of nowhere. Not really nowhere. She plays Abigail Bellwether on the show. But Ashley comes out of nowhere in the comments and goes like, what if we call ourselves, or the fandom calls themselves, switches and she justified it by saying salem witches now we don't believe that because further on um we learned that her favorite movie was twitches and when we confronted her about it she fessed up that it could have it was a little bit of that (laughs) so we took another poll though and switches won the majority and so now when Kai, Ashley, and some other people do lives. They will reference Switches Nation or Switches, hashtag Switches a lot. And that's the history behind our fandom name. Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> yes, thank you, Ashley. <laughs> I just want to ask, why do you love Motherland Fort Salem, Sarah? Like, what are the main reasons? Um, well... Here's the thing, I have kind of been obsessed with the idea of this show since the very first trailer came out. Um, I just saw witches in the military and I kind of went crazy over it. I I don't usually get obsessed with military shows, but you see witches, alternate history, military, uh, yeah, I'm in. And when the show actually started, it was so much more than I was expecting. The research behind it is incredible. And I think the main things for me are the the writing, just because Elliot is so talented. They're, the story is so engaging and um, it's so good that there are so many fan theories already, which we're totally going to speak about. And the other thing is the representation, because... I have never seen a show of this kind represent queer people in, in such a, a good and proper way. The main couple is a Suffolk couple and they get so much screen time. They're so important to the plot. It's incredible to see. But um, what about you, Zoe? What do you love about the show? <laughs> What do I love about this? Well, okay, so I started seeing trailers for it, um, and it piqued my interest. And I wasn't, I actually missed the first episode because I just of like schoolwork, timing, everything. I just wasn't there. But someone shared with me a clip of literally the first like Rayla kiss scene, like at the end of the first episode like sorry there's not really a spoiler there like honestly but like it just happened so fast and like I was just like okay hold on need to pause gay witches what (laughs) and so (laughs) I had to go back and watch the episode on Hulu and then ever since then I've been super hooked at the development and storyline of the characters the plot I'm like waiting for that redemption arc for some characters too not that necessarily in ways that I feel like they need a redemption arc like they do and they don't you know um I think looking at the fact that they're like I said representation of not just you know 
uh, LGBTQ and plus community, I think just approaching just mental illness and other things that everyone faces at some point in their life. It honestly, you can't say you haven't at times, you know, it's different for every individual, every person, and that's okay, you know. Um, but I think just willing to approach the subject is intense, you know. The fact that this show goes ahead and it's not like queer bait, it's not like just trying to keep a hold of a certain audience. Like Elliot like wrote this, created this, and planned it out how he wanted it, you know. It's not like, yes, I'm just going to appease whatever crowds I think will watch it in a way. It's like, it's more like, I like my story, and if you like it, you like it. Kind of, like, that's how it comes off, kind of, you know? And it's not a bad thing at all, you know, to me. It's not. Um, Because I like it very much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, no. Jeez. Good show, man. You know? And I think one of the greatest things, though, we have to acknowledge is how interactive that the cast is with everyone, especially on Twitter, you know? Like... They're also like they're human beings and they can't be on 24-7 and all that. But for the amount of time that they put in talking with the fans, interacting with the fan art, answering questions, and especially the fact that like all of them almost like live tweet every like week when the episode airs, you know, is really yeah. like shows the fandom, it shows the people that you really care about your project you care about the people who watch it you really invested and it makes it that much more enjoyable for everyone I definitely love like you know watching the episodes and seeing the live tweets and even tweeting out my own you know kind of rants at the same time and having them like it or reply at the end of the night you know it just makes it feel that much more special absolutely and with this quarantine as well it's it's really helping me to you know just keep saying oh yes (laughs) yes 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 (laughs) so to conclude our first introductory podcast episode we just want to say if you have any like artwork fan fiction poetry anything that you want to submit to us that we can share or even put up on our website please email us and it will be in the information or the website um or even just DM us or retweet our um, Twitter account, which is at Switches Podcast. And we'd love to see and share your work with the rest of the Switches fandom. If you want to do that and submit something by email, our email is mfswitches at gmail.com. And uh, we will see you next week for episode two. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Onward to glory, soldiers. Onward to glory. Ra, ra, ra.